Hello, everyone. Welcome back to an episode of Guidance with Gab. And yes, you heard that correct. Guidance with Gab. (laughs) She's finally picked a name. It's not Treetop Talks. It's not anything else. Just Guidance with Gab. I'm so excited that that name has come into my life. I'm just super excited for all of this and actually having um, a name for all of this. It's going to be this, a blog eventually, um, new Instagram. So check that out. Guidance with Gab. And yeah, I plan on doing a lot more with this, but right now, podcast is number one in my mind. So today I wanted to go and just kind of uncover the basics of forgiveness. So forgiveness is something that really impacts you mentally if you're holding on to it. And I have this really awesome quote by Jackson Kittard, and it says, The only way to learn forgiveness is to be betrayed. You might understand the intellectual concept of forgiveness, but you will only learn how to truly forgive when someone has done something that requires you to love them and let it go. Life demands these hurtful experiences for you to learn how forgiveness feels. It could be no other way. If there is anyone in your life that you must forgive, instead of seeing them as someone who has hurt you, try and see them as someone who has sent to teach you forgiveness and thank them for this precious gift, then forgive them and let it go. That quote came into my life when I absolutely needed it. I was struggling trying to forgive someone because I knew how heavy it was weighing on myself. And one of my favorite stores, Sugar Boo, they have all these cute little quote cards. And I was walking in there and I always just go to the section where they have the cards and I pick up a few And I just know that they're going to talk to me in the way that they're meant to at that time in my life. And I picked that one up and I, of course, had to get it. So, yeah, I think that quote speaks volumes. And I just kind of want to go over like how to deal with forgiveness, how forgiveness is about you and not about the person that you're trying to forgive and kind of some tips on how you can forgive someone because it's really hard for sure, especially when you feel so betrayed and blindsided and hurt. So I think a little guidance on this would be helpful for not only everyone to listen to, but for me to also share because forgiveness is oftentimes a long process. It's not something that happens when you just say, oh, I forgive you. No, (laughs) that's not actual forgiveness. That's you saying you forgive them, but it might not be true inside. So to get started, I think it's important to break down that anything done against you is not about you. And that's really important in forgiveness because it creates compassion in a way. It creates a separation and it takes away that like you did this to me. Like, yeah, they did, but they did it because of them. They didn't do anything because of you. So I think it's important to recognize that whenever you are hurt in any situation, you need to recognize that you weren't the intended target. Life is a giant mirror and we're all just projecting and just shedding what's inside and putting that outside onto people that might not deserve it. And a lot of people that fear overcome their actions and that could play a big part in you know, when you're hurt, 
if someone else is hurting inside of them and they're projecting that, you're going to feel that because they're probably, they might not be handling it well inside. So where else are you going to put it? Where are you going to put that pain and that hurt and that anger that you have inside? You want it outside. So where do you put it? You put it onto someone else. And then that starts the spiral of that person now being hurt. So what are they doing? They hurt someone else. I think it's um, kind of easy to picture forgiveness in a relationship form. I feel like I always go back to relationship references because what I've realized over the past few months is like I just love love and I love talking about it and I love figuring it out and I love like dissecting it. So I think these references are really easy for me to relate to. So if you take a situation where someone was going through a hard time in their life, right? And they're just annoyed at their life circumstances. They don't like their job. They don't like their daily routine. They're overall just unhappy. And they're in a relationship with someone. And where are they going to put that annoyance, that anger for life, that like unsettled feeling? The person that they're in the relationship with is going to catch all of that if that first individual doesn't work on themselves. And then that person now has all of this anger that their partner gave them that they didn't have in the first place. They're happy in life. They enjoy their job. They like what they're doing. And now they have this other person that they're constantly seeing and their energy is just attaching to them. And they're just kind of forming this bundle of like anger for life. And it just spirals into a whole thing. And now they break up, right? And now they're not together anymore. And what is that hurt person going to do in a relationship? I feel like a lot of times if you've gone through a breakup, you probably have done some questionable things. I think we all have. And a lot of it, as fucked up as it sounds, it goes on to other people. If you get broken up with and you're so upset, you're literally heartbroken, what are you going to do? You're probably going to go out. You might sleep with someone. You might lead someone on. You want to feel desired. You want to feel wanted again. And now what are you doing to all of these other people that you're stringing along? You're hurting them because that first person hurt you. So now we're just projecting all of it. So I think it's really important in forgiveness to understand that we weren't the like target. It wasn't set out for us. It was all inner things that that person didn't originally deal with. Whatever they did to you was just a projection and it wasn't set out to hurt you for the most part. And even if someone for some reason does intentionally set out to hurt you, think about that. That's not on you at all. (laughs) That's on that person having this strong urge to seek revenge and get back at you or just hurt someone. And if someone is acting with those intentions, then that's still on them. That's not going to be on you anyway. So, yeah, I think that's the first stage in understanding forgiveness, that separation and bringing it back to compassion as well. When you are able to separate that, you have so much more compassion for them because you're like, wow, they did this to me and they have to live with that. And everything that goes around comes back around. And yeah, it's, it's really a useful tool, at least for me, in the past to have had compassion for people that have hurt me. I just start to kind of feel bad for them. 
because they didn't do their work. If you don't do your work, I'm sorry. I'm going to have some compassion. I'm going to feel bad because it's just like a spiral for them. But anyway, back to all of this. So another question I think is important is like, did you get an apology? Because sometimes we have to forgive when we have an apology and sometimes we forgive when we don't have an apology. So did you get an apology? How are we going to react to that apology? So if someone hurt you, the immediate response all the time, people are always like, it's okay. Like, that's it. Someone says, I'm sorry. The next person says it's okay, but it's not. Typically, whatever the person originally did is not okay. And it crossed a boundary and it hurt your feelings. And none of those things are okay. So we need to know how to accept an apology and truly accept it. So a few things you could say are like, I appreciate your acknowledgement for how you impacted my feelings. You could simply say, thank you for the apology. You could say, I accept the apology, but I wouldn't accept it unless you truly accept it. Because kind of like what we talked about last week, then you're just going to have resentment towards that person. You're going to say, I accept it. And then a few weeks later, you're going to be like, but you did this to me. But you accepted it. But you accepted the apology. You can't say you accept an apology and then bring it out from under the rug in two weeks, two years, however long it is when that person hurts you again. If you genuinely forgive them, then you move past that. And you can't hold on to that if you are truly accepting the apology. And I'm not saying that you can't, like, it's not forgive and forget. No, you're obviously going to remember and it's obviously going to stick with you. But if you genuinely accept their acknowledgement and find that their apology was genuine, then you're really going to move on from that and not bring that up again in the past. Because how many of us have been in a relationship or a friendship or any any sort of situation where we just build up, build up, build up. And then when we get really mad at them, we have all of these things hidden in the closet, right? You're bringing up something someone did to you like a month ago. (laughs) Like that's not fair to either of you. One, you were holding that resentment and I totally have done this before and I'm still working on how to do this, but you hold all of those things inside of you and it just sticks with you. And then you're bringing it up to someone who didn't even think it was a problem Because they're like, that happened a month ago. Why are you still thinking about it? How are you even bringing this up? So that's my little tangent on that. And that brings me to, I guess, I guess another analogy for forgiveness that I also was so helpful in one of my forgiveness processes, which was the brick, right? So if we are trying to, if we have resentment towards someone, it's like a brick, right? We hold this brick that we're ready to throw at them, but who's holding the brick the whole time? Us. We are feeling the weight of the brick that we want to throw at them. We're never going to throw it at them. There's nothing to throw. But instead, we stand there and we just have this heaviness inside of us that we're waiting to just like kind of get back at these other people that hurt us for. But that's just hurting us even more. Like holding on to the resentment and not truly forgiving is just weighing us down even more. Again, another tangent, sorry. Anyway, so what are we going to do if we don't get an apology? And this one is typically a little more difficult because it truly is all coming from inside of you. There's not that immediate apology. There's not interaction with the other person. 
The other person might not even know that you're working on forgiving them, but you know that it benefits you to forgive them. So how are we going to go about this? I find it easy to take away like the other person in the situation and see how I feel. Because forgiveness, again, is not about them. It's not at all. So I try to take that person out of this situation in my mind a little bit. And I think about how this is truly about me and how am I going to overcome this? How am I overcoming this feeling? I'm not getting past the person. I'm getting past the feeling. I'm getting through the feeling. I'm understanding it. I'm dissecting the emotions. I'm thinking about how it makes me feel and what parts of this I don't want to feel anymore. And how am I going to work through that? Because it's the feelings that we're moving past. A forgiveness is not for someone else ever. A forgiveness is for you. You're not doing them a service by forgiving them at all. You're doing yourself a service. By you forgiving someone else, maybe they'll feel a little better about themselves, but in the long run, why are you forgiving them? For yourself. Because you don't want to hold that brick inside of you anymore. You don't want to walk around with that heaviness. You don't want to have that weight inside of you. That forgiveness is for you to find peace and it is such a beautiful process to finally forgive someone and truly like get over that hump. It's so beautiful and so worth it for yourself. Never for the other person. It's for you. All of this is to better your own well-being and your own emotions and thoughts and feelings. So when you're trying to forgive someone, truly think about how it's benefiting you and forgiving you. Forgiveness isn't a power tool to like hold over someone's head and like it's not like a get out of jail free card for you. You know, like not a tool for excuses for your future behavior, right? Like we don't want to use this as well, you did this to me a long time ago. So now that I hurt you, it kind of balances each other out, right? No, we're not here to seek revenge. We're not here to get even with anybody. There's nothing to get even with. There's only leveling yourself up and getting better for you and coming back to your true authentic self. There isn't trying to outplay anybody. There is no game. So remember to try not to hold forgiveness over someone's head as if it's for them. Again, forgiveness is all about you. I don't know how many times I'm going to say it, probably a lot, but forgiveness is not about them. It is about you. And it's not, you really don't want to use it as a power tool over someone's head. Like, also, even if you do truly for, or you think you truly forgive them and they think you do, and you you don't want to hold that over their head either. Like, well, I forgave you for that. Like, that's not, a favor you did for them. (laughs) It's not like, cool, you forgave me. Like, that's for you anyway. I don't know. That's just a weird thought I have about it. That's kind of silly. But anywho, um, we could also ask ourselves, like, what part of our resentment is towards ourselves in the past that we need to forgive? Do we need to forgive us more than we forgive them in this situation? There have been so many times in my life where my resentment and my anger and all of this forgiveness that I'm working towards is rooted inside me. Like, yeah, I'm a little mad at the other person and I have this this slight forgiveness that I need to like get over with them. 
But so much of it shows me what I did wrong in those situations and what I personally didn't like about myself in those situations. And that's a hard pill to swallow because, damn, it is so easy to put the blame on somebody else and point the finger and be like, well, you hurt me and this is why I feel this way. But when you're truly digging deep and uncovering the process of how you even got hurt and what brought you to this stage right now, it's hard to see what you did wrong and to see what role what role you played in that. It is, but it does feel good after. There's a lot of self-acceptance that has to go in that, a lot of self-forgiveness. And as we're being compassionate towards other people, self-compassion is the most important because, again, life is a projection. So if we are cultivating self-love, self-acceptance, self-forgiveness, then it's going to be a lot easier to look at other people and forgive them and have compassion for them if we are holding that in ourselves. So really, truly ask yourself, what part of this do I need to forgive? I'm sure a lot of us aren't too thrilled on our past selves I'm sure we've all made mistakes. I'm sure we've all done some things that we weren't proud of. But we need to accept that and forgive ourselves and move on from it. Because then we're also holding that weight in us, for us, because of us. We don't deserve that. We deserve way more. So truly think about what role you played in all of this. And not in an attacking way and not in trying to find fault, not trying to find blame. But just looking at it curiously and truly wondering how you're going to overcome it. There's going to be no judgment when you're looking at this. There's no need to judge any of it. There's only a need to uncover your true emotions and work through them and process them so you can truly move on and heal from all of it. And We don't need to tell others when we forgive them. We don't need to let them back or excuse their behavior. I think this is so easy to misinterpret so much of the time. Like, forgiveness does not equal someone coming back into your life. And it doesn't excuse their behavior at all. Those are all, like, totally separate things. So just, like, there have been times where I forgive you. Yeah, it doesn't mean I want to hang out with you. I've just moved past the hurt that I felt in your presence. I've moved past that and I've accepted it and I've worked through it and I've dealt with it. But no, I don't see you in the future of my life. Like you're just not going to be a part of it and that's okay. And I think when people are also forgiving us, we need to understand that as well. Someone can forgive you but not want to still have you in their life. And that's okay because we all have control of our lives and we all get to choose who's in it. We get to choose the main characters in our lives. So yeah, please don't excuse the behavior either. Don't confuse um, forgiveness and excusing behavior because they're totally different things. Forgiveness is a true acknowledgement that your feelings were hurt, but you're no longer letting that burden and sit in you anymore. And excusing their behavior is something like I mentioned before of saying, well, that's okay. It's okay that you did that. It's fine. It's fine, whatever. I don't care anyway. You do care and you did care and that's totally okay. I'm currently looking for my water bottle because I think I think the gulp is going to be a, a common theme here. 
Shout out to Quinn for suggesting a little, uh, he, my friend, oh, this is such a tangent. My friend suggested these little vitamin things to give my mouth more saliva. Isn't that weird? Okay. Gulp, gone, done. All right. A little intermission there. And now for some tips on how to forgive. So there's a few extreme ones, but I think it's easy, easier to really start off with the basics of let yourself be ready to fully forgive. Like this is the foundation, building a house. This is level one. You need this down before you do anything else. You need to let yourself be ready to fully forgive. So sometimes we like to hold on to resentment and blame. Like I said before, it's easy to point a finger. It's easy to put blame and like point that finger at somebody else and like kind of express that they're the cause of your pain. That's a flex responsibility. That's a flex a lot of stuff. But when you're trying to work through forgiving someone, make sure you're ready to forgive them because then all of the rest of the work you're putting in is kind of not going to bring you to the place where you need to be. Because we could sit here and we could do all of the steps that I'm about to tell you. But what is that going to do if you truly don't want to let it go yet? I know it sounds silly, but I know for me, I've definitely wanted to sit in that resentment a few times. And when someone really, really, really betrays your trust and hurts you so badly, it a part of you feels a little good having that like hatred for a little bit and it's not it's not fun but in that heartbreak process it it is present at least for me and it doesn't last very long it's not like this week long like I fucking hate them thing but it is something that is present and you can't really force yourself to be fully ready for it you can kind of talk yourself through it And again, bring yourself back to like, this is for me, not for them. But step one is to truly be ready to let go of the resentment and the blame and fully forgive. So that's step one. And all the rest are just really tips and things that I've done in the past that I found useful. So one of them is totally extreme. Probably like, it's a little hippy dippy, but it's cord cutting. I'm not sure how many people have heard of it. Um, but it it is really extreme. So you could literally do this with cords, but I've done it. I think with any spiritual practice or spell or ritual, you should be really, really, really certain that you want to go through with it and be very careful when you're going through any of these processes, because you don't know what you're going to let in and you don't know what you're going to let go. And you just have to be really for sure that you're ready for it and really particular in how you're doing it. So I would definitely Google cord cutting a little more. I'll give a short explanation of how I did it and how it affected me. But definitely a disclaimer right here. Be aware when you do anything, anything really spiritual, any rituals like that, for sure. So cord cutting, what is it? It is basically... How I've done it is I've sat in my room and I picture this like energetic cord with another person, our souls tied together. 
and I lay there and I kind of go into a meditative state and it's kind of like a visualization technique when you're doing it in your head and not in real life. But I just saw myself physically like the cord was separating. We were no longer connected. Our souls were not in each other's lives anymore, on each other's paths anymore. We've experienced what we needed to experience as maybe a karmic relationship, but I'm done with that. I don't want it anymore. And I, I don't want this tied to them. It's, it's like cutting ties, literally cord cutting, cutting ties. Yeah. But that's like super extreme for forgiveness. Definitely Google it. If you're more interested, it, it is really cool, but there have been times where I was really, uh, I was heartbroken, but I knew that my story wasn't done with this person. And my roommate actually suggested I do cord cutting and I did it in one of my breakups. <laughs> uh, like after that I did it. And for this next person, I knew that I was really heartbroken. I was so upset, but I knew my story wasn't over. And even though I was a little bitter and a little upset, I knew that it wasn't the time to do it because that could be so certain and that could be so long lasting. That could be forever. I didn't want my soul's like connection to his soul to be gone. I didn't. I enjoyed it. I knew that at some point this person was going to be back in my life. And that person is in my life right now. So I'm really happy I didn't cut that cord. But again, in all of these processes, be, be sure you're ready to uh, fully move on and cut, cut the cord before you actually do it. Because you really don't know how strong the impact is going to be. So that's the extreme. And then some like normal stuff. <laughs> not like Not like that visualization technique. But you could just write a letter to them. I've mentioned in my um, journal episode to have a mean journal. So when I went through a breakup and I needed to forgive someone, I definitely wrote out every single curse word in the book and expressed my true freaking like hurt, like my heartbreak, my tears, like that shit was thrown on that paper fuck the handwriting, fuck all of that. I don't care what this looks like. I'm getting my anger, my passion, my, my just, uh, like that feeling inside of you. I put all of that on the paper and I did that every time I felt like I wanted to cry or like I was angry, like I wanted to punch him in the face. Like I just did it again and again and again. And it did seem to help. I felt relieved after every time. And I still do this, even if it's a day-to-day basis and someone makes me mad. Someone annoyed me the other day. My mom. Sorry, mom. Um, And then I just, like, wrote why I was really annoyed in my journal. And I was just like, this is so stupid. And then right after that, I felt totally fine. I was like, ah, I don't have any resentment towards her. But before that, I was all, like, being kind of bitchy. (laughs) But then I wrote it all out. I got all my anger out on the paper. And I was no longer in that space where I knew I was just going to project my, like, lack of forgiveness onto her. Um, and writing a letter, too, I've found really useful. Whether you think you're going to send it to them or not, uh, just write it out. Just write what you feel. Write what you want them to hear. Write what you would have told them if you've had the chance to. Because sometimes we don't want to talk to that person again. 
if we're really hurt by them, we're kind of done with them. We don't want them in our lives. And writing them a letter kind of feels like a seal sometimes. Like that connection is written off and it's done. I've also um, done that for my moon rituals as well. When it's a full moon, that's the perfect time to practice releasing and just letting go. And a lot of the times when I, when I was working truly my hardest to forgive someone and to get over someone, I would do a moon ritual literally for I don't even know how many months after that. And each time there was a piece of my emotions towards that person And about the forgiveness in that letter. And I would write it. And again, please be careful with this shit. I've literally given myself like huge burns on my hands. But I would burn the letters. And I would burn everything I wanted to let go. And just like release it. But again, please be careful. Don't be me and burn your whole hand off. I think that was also like a spiritual sign that like maybe I was trying to release too much too fast. But anywho. Yeah, writing a letter feels really good sometimes. And along with writing a letter to that person, another tip I have is writing a letter to your past self to get over what resentment you have for you, what you needed to forgive yourself in this situation for. Just talk to you. Talk to past you. Just let it all out. The paper is there for for your emotions. It's there to hold what your heart doesn't want to hold anymore. Allow the paper to work with you. Use the tools. We always think we need these like grand things to help us mentally. We have a pen and paper in front of us all the time. Use it. Those are two inexpensive things for you to have. Use what you have and you'll see how much it's going to benefit you. And another tip for forgiveness is truly feeling your feelings like no sugar. Feel all of them, no sugarcoating. Just feel it raw. Don't keep telling yourself the like, it's okay, it's okay, it's fine. The same way you're telling it to that person, you're kind of validating that same thing to yourself, which is not fair to you. Your feelings were hurt. Honor that. Respect that. Understand that. Listen to it. Hear your feelings. Feel your feelings. But don't be putting sugar over it. Don't slap on and it's okay, it's fine when it's not. If you're not truly feeling all your feelings at once and letting them out, then they're just going to sit there with you longer and longer and longer. You're going to prolong the process of forgiveness if you're not truly forgiving or no, if you're not truly feeling your feelings. Um, And then another thing I found helpful is gaining an outside perspective. You really get to see how other people view the situation. You could be really hurt by something and have a lack of understanding and those two are kind of correlated if you don't understand someone's process it's hard to forgive them sometimes because you had no idea what angle they were coming at when they did hurt you but talking to your friends and using your support system has been so helpful for for me in forgiveness situations just hearing their reasons of like oh, well, maybe maybe that person hurt you because of this, this, and this. Maybe they shed some light onto like, what the other person may have been feeling. And yeah, yeah. Maybe I think it's been useful also 
talking to friends, I'm just thinking about this now, that have been the hurt-er and not the hurted. <laughs> so hurted is definitely not a word, but it felt right. So we're just going to go with that. Another water break, sorry. And I'm not sorry. I'm sorry I said sorry, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness, who let me talk to a phone by myself? I'm feeling crazy. Anyway, um, hearing my friends as they were the person that I've hurt someone else, it helps you gain the perspective of the one that hurts other people. You know, if that makes any sense. I know I've been the person that hurts other people, and I've helped my friends get over situations where they've been hurt. I explain where I came from when I was the person hurting other people. And they're my friend. They're not going to have this strong hatred towards me. They might say, yeah, that was fucked up. But they're going to have a little bit of understanding. And when they have that understanding for me, they're then able to apply that understanding to their own situation and to the own person that they're trying to forgive. I hope that made somewhat sense to the outside world. I know it made sense to me, but I'm not sure if I put that in the right words. And in gaining a new perspective, there's also just stepping out and trying to look at it objectively. So be a third party in your situation in your mind. You saw two people and one of them got really hurt and has a lot of forgiveness that needs to be done. Just look at the situation. View it for what it is. Take your emotions out for a second. And I know that can be hard, but just view it as if they're other people and you're watching it like a show or a movie even reading a book, and this situation happened, how would you feel? How would you react if you weren't the one that was hurt? How would you go about it? How would you should suggest that the other person in the movie or the book or the show goes about it? What would you truly think of the situation when you take your emotions out and just objectively watch what had happened and what is happening? And then choose what you want for that future character in the story. Do you want them to have that forgiveness and you want them to move on and you want them to be happy? Choose that. Decide that's the story that you're writing for yourself. And then step back in and become that character. Take away the objectivity and just be that character now and embody what you would want for someone else and truly live it. And... Another thing that I mentioned before that is just, I mean, I feel like I shouldn't even have to say it, but just carry yourself with love and compassion. Like truly just understand all of that and carry that with you. Just have that in you. When you have that love and compassion for yourself and other people, it's so much easier to forgive when you're not moving with like hate or anger. And, oh, I thought I heard the door. We're closing that. Sorry about that. And understand their soul's purpose. So we all have things that we're accomplishing in this life. We all have karmic debt. What is their soul paying off? And what is their soul's purpose? And what part did we play in their soul's, like, karmic energy and their soul's purpose trying to reach their next level you know what stage were we at we were just two souls that passed each other and were helping each other with something like the quote before 
Maybe this person was sent here to help your soul overcome something that was needed on your journey on this planet. Really think about it like that. Like in the in the bigger, bigger picture. Not the right here, right now, but in the huge picture. Not just this lifetime, but past lifetimes and future lifetimes. What has your soul accomplished and what did you help the other person's soul accomplish? What was the exchange there? Maybe that'll help understand the process a little more and understand what had happened a little more. Because then you're really looking at it with just curiosity and not anger. Just a place of, I want to understand this. I want to learn this. And this is pretty cool. (laughs) We're all just here to be authentic and come back to our authentic selves. So what about this process helped you become more authentic and more real? And what about their actions how did that and how will that potentially benefit their soul or cancel out things that have happened to them or I don't know just really think about that and truly accept and know and understand that it's a long process it's not going to happen overnight at all and the one day that you feel relieved and realize that you're released from the brick in your chest is going to be the most worthwhile day and it's going to be an overwhelming experience and your face is going to light up and your soul is going to light up and you're going to feel in tune and you're going to feel aligned and you're going to feel like all of this work was done for a reason because during this process it's so easy to be like I'm putting in all this damn work for nothing like I am still hurt I still have this heaviness inside of me like shit Is this ever going to go away? And that one day you'll be maybe hearing a song that reminded you of that person that used to make you really angry. And halfway through the song, you'll realize you're listening to it. And you're going to be like, shit, I'm over it. I've fully forgiven that person. I have no anger. I have no hatred. I have no sadness in my heart. I'm just listening to the song. This person isn't in my head living there anymore. There is no heaviness in my heart. And I feel free. The freedom is worth fighting for and worth putting in all the effort. It's a long process. And any process similar to recovery, I always say, has relapses. And there are some days where you're going to think, wow, I think I've forgiven them. And you're going to see something. You're going to hear something. Remember something. Smell something that reminds you of them. And... You might get brought all the way back to step one and it's going to feel like you're at step one, but you're not. It's just a part of the process of forgiveness. It comes up randomly sometimes, even when you think you're done, but you'll know. Your heart is going to know when it's done. (laughs) It really is. And you're going to have that satisfaction, that, that settled feeling inside, that overwhelming just calmness that takes you over. I promise it's worth it. And I promise forgiveness is, is a process that we all could master and we all could work towards and we all deserve to work towards and we all deserve to work for. Because again, forgiveness is all about ourselves. So just remember that move with compassion, move with love and curiosity 
ask questions and try to understand, gain some outside perspectives. Remember, don't say it's okay and don't say it's fine when someone apologizes. We're just accepting the apology. We're acknowledging that they acknowledged what they did. And remember that life is a mirror and for the most part, people are not setting out to hurt you. And again, if they are setting out to hurt you, that's still a projection because that is still on them for wanting to do that. So choose that separation and that understanding that that was them acting out of them, not them acting towards you. And just remember that when we're forgiving people, we're forgiving ourselves. And we don't need to excuse their behavior. We don't need to take them back. We just need to carry on with the love that we have inside ourselves. And that's kind of to wrap up the episode. Um, I really love talking about forgiveness as I'm still going through the process with so many people. And I'm just really grateful that I have the tools and I have the knowledge and I still try to work towards it. It's not like this everyday thing when you're forgiving someone. That like, oh, got to go journal about it. But it's those times where I am sitting hurt and I do need to process it. And I know to grab my journal. And I hope we could all just move with a lot more forgiveness and appreciation. And with that, I am so abundantly grateful for every person listening. And please message me again at uh, Guidance with Gab on Instagram and talk about this. We could have a conversation about this. I just want to grow. I want everyone else to grow. And let's just jump back to our authentic selves. (laughs) Thank you everyone for listening. Um, Have a great day. Smile. Share some love. Give a hug. Nice little rhyme there. (laughs) Okay, on that note, I'm going to sign off. Thank you so much. Mm